0: Yes, people, it's episode 217 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? Um, this is the first pod from the new house. Yes, the new cafeteria is where this is being recorded from. And listen, I'm going to tell you now, there's going to be no dear Deirdre at the end, I don't think, because um, I'm painting while I'm recording the pod. <laughs> That's right, I disrespect the listeners by never fully concentrating on the pod. That's how it is. It's how it's always going to be. And I've, I've got to do painting. I'm, I'm painting door frames. So, um, you know, I can tell you about that. Um, so, obviously, we've had flooring done. We've had um, painting done. Walls, ceilings, skirting. And I erroneously thought I'd agreed to get the woodwork done. But that was a mistake. That wasn't agreed. This way, you get your quotes in writing, people, so you can... Check over what you agreed. I knew that. I know that's what you're meant to do. But I didn't do it. I didn't follow my own advice in life. Like a moron. <laughs> so now I'm here painting the door frames myself. Um, but do you know what? I'm seeing it as a blessing. I'm seeing it as an opportunity to learn a new skill. And uh, Naomi seen the door frames that I have painted. And she was like, do you know what? They actually look good. Uh, she's been good. She's been good this week. Um, I mean, it's hard. She's pregnant, obviously, so she's actually quite useless, uh, when it comes to moving. Um, but she's she's been uh, good to keep me like, keep my spirits up, and to keep me uh, keep me balanced. Because I was kicking myself about, you know, not actually agreeing that element of the work. Um, and she was like, "Look, just don't worry about it." And then. I, was thinking, I might just do it myself. And then she was going, well, you know what, you're good at art, so I think you can do it. And I was like, Do you know what? I didn't think I really was one of those people that needed a cheerleader. Um, but I realised how valuable that can be at times. So I need to extend that back to her when she needs it. Um, even when I don't think she needs it, just uh, you know, just be supportive, right? I think it's a that's another learning point, I guess I've had this week, um, you know, about cheerleading. Because I'm not, I'm not a big cheerleader. Anyone knows me knows that I, I side on what's right, um, and yeah, I'm not really. I don't really do the soft talk when it comes to cheerleading. So, so now I need to extend that. But no, it's been um. No, it's been it's been cool man it's, it's odd though when you get people in because you know he had my key i had his money a bit of chicken and egg and um i'm one of those people i don't really pull people up on things right on subtleties so we weren't happy with the the job at first that they'd done painting so they came back and finished the job but they had my key in that time and um and I didn't, I really, I didn't like the way he moved with my key. <laughs> in the sense of, when, he, when it came to, oh, you know, remedying the work, he's said, like, okay, you know, I'll, if you don't mind, I'll just, like, let, let myself in and, and, yeah, do whatever touch-up work you think needs doing. And I was like, um, no, you need to let me know before you come. And then, when it came to playing now, you know, he kept asking, I asked for my key, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's in my bag, I'll get it to you. Then he kept on, like, almost, he maybe didn't even realise he was doing it, but I, I clock on these things. It was almost, like, immediately as a reflex, he kept on referring to payment. So I'm like, oh, are you holding my key to ransom now? Is that what's happening? Because that's not cool. And that's not really even a bargaining position, because I can change my locks. You, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't just extract the money from me. So you need to, you know, give... You need to give me my key back. (laughs) But, you know, in my head, I was like, the tone's soured now. So, bun it. Here you go. Here's your money. I didn't really want to pay him full price. But, you know, like I said, when someone's got your key, (laughs) you just go, whatever. The sad thing is, right, is, you know, we've got a flat as well. Which is the flat we're moving out of. And whoever painted this place, they were going to get the job for the flat that's what we was thinking music you know if they do a good job here we like it was black they can just paint the flat before we um no, before we get out of there but now guess who's going to be painting the flat <laughs> griff the painter now that's that's what i do people just learn new skills so i'll be i'll be painting um but no flooring's done just been a bit of a nightmare, man. Just getting quotes and stuff. But it's... Everyone says moving house is stressful. Now, I didn't think it was. I was like, that's just one of those things people say because they're not organised. I'm organised. And it's still... Still been somewhat stressful. Um, but flooring's done. Although they forgot a little piece to do on the flooring. So they're going to come back and finish that. It seems like no job just gets done in the first the first attempt. But I ain't mad at them. And then... um what else, what else happened with, with the works, neither loft converted, um, not to any kind of major conversion, just um, storage, need some storage done, and the um, guy came to quote that was like, yeah, we we'll probably have to move the loft hatch, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know like when you're getting a quote and every word someone's saying just sounds like more money, he's, you know, in the, mm-hmm. I was like, is this man gassing me? Because, yeah, for the ladder you want, you're going to need to move the loft. That's no, like, bruv, I don't care about the actual ladder. Yeah, you tell me. <laughs> you tell me what ladder fits in this space. That means I don't have to rearrange my whole bloody living situation. Yeah, you tell me what fits and we'll get that one. You quote me for both. Because I don't know much about um, loft conversions. But when you're telling me you need to move the hatch... That sounds like you're chopping a new hole in my ceiling. And that sounds like you have to fill a hole <laughs> that was previously there. And that sounds way more expensive than attaching a ladder to an existing hole. You know what I mean? Like I so said, I'm no expert though. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misunderstood, but you just, you just quote me the cheapest one there. All right. You just do that. <laughs> but, um. We'll see We'll see I think it I think it should be it Should be But yeah but we move on Wednesday Wednesday we'll be moving in Officially So When I say officially That means the mattress Is moving across We've got a bed coming On Monday Tomorrow And got a mattress Got the mattress across Sofa Um It's weird what items You forget are actually Big inconvenient items They don't feel big in your house Like my computer chair That's I don't think that it's a big item, but it's like I can't actually move that in a car. So, yeah, that actually needs a man with a van. So that's we've got a man for a van for two hours, no, hour and a half. Sorry, hour and a half. Now, are there some of you thinking that doesn't sound like a lot. Listen, it is because the house is only like thirteen minutes away from. No, not thirteen. What am I talking about? It's five minutes away from our flat so driving time won't be uh won't be that won't be that long it's the so i'm just checking the checking my work looks decent looks decent see a lot of the work guys it's, it's about prep it's about the prep work you see you've got sand down the surface they've got gloss on the surface which is just hideous i don't know Who wants gloss nowadays on your wood? Because people want it to be a bit shiny. But we're using satin wood now. That's what I'm using. Use a nice satin wood finish, guys. Uh, That's what you want. Um, Sorry, I'm just moving the dust sheet. So I don't drop stuff on the carpet. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, it's only a short journey around the corner. So it's be loaded and unloaded. But had to get helpers in like it's in. With the van usually if it was just me and naomi i wouldn't even bother but like i said she's pretty useless now so ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh there she's doing the one thing that's absolutely amazing that i can't do which is carry a child all right granted points for that but you uh but just useless for everything else you know even like loading stuff into the car can't and do that So after I finish painting here, I've got to go back, load stuff into my car, load stuff into her car, and then uh, drive back here. Drive back here and uh, unload some boxes and stuff. And we're just stacking it up. The nursery's gonna have to be used as a bloody storage room until we get this bloody loft sorted. So it's not gonna have that full, we're home, we've moved in uh feeling. Yeah ah oh, Jesus, I that's realise I've painted apart this door frame that I didn't need to paint. I mean it's not the end of the world that I've painted it. It's just it's not gonna be visible. And I was trying to keep this minimum. It's alright the doors staying open so it's no issue. Um yeah man. So that's that with regards to moving. Is there anything else that's having respect to moving? That's it. Just or an IKEA furniture, bloody hell, gotta put all that up as well. <sighs> f- oh, I see that's another thing. So we ordered um kitchen doors, right? I had, a <laughs> I had a kitchen doors order because we hate our kitchen, but it's not it's not old enough to just rip it out. Plus that's bucks to change your kitchen. So we're trying to find like a happy medium. It's like maybe we just change the doors and try and do something funky. And we had someone come in to, like, to quote, work, that we didn't go with in the end. And when we told him our idea, his face he made is like, you guys are dumb. This is going to look butters. And um, he may be right, but it's going to be a risk. There's a risk that we have to take, and we're committing to it. And I'm going to try and style it out. I'm going to try and make it look awesome. I'm determined to make this look awesome, make it work, the kitchen. And um, I will post the before and after. I will post a picture of this kitchen to prove <laughs> that I was right. We'll see. Because it's funny, like me and everyone arguing about who takes credit for which room. So like the nursery is hundred percent her. Like I don't think I've contributed anything, any ideas, any stylistic ideas at all. Like none. Um, then my Office, which is the third bedroom. That's all me. That's all me. Living room, both of us. Uh, main bedroom, mainly her. I say about 70-30 her. She's had to allow me to do measurements and spaces for things she wants. She said, like, oh, "I want that." I'm going to be client. Oh, I don't think I have space for this. Yes, you do. So, but nursery, I haven't even. I don't feel even contributed. I think okay. I've made contributed some measurements, but that's her vision. Um, but the kitchen now, I said, yeah, I think that's probably me. And she said like, that's a hundred percent you. <laughs> she, she wants nothing to do with how this kitchen looks. She's, she picked one light fixture, one light fitted and gone, yeah, that's me. But the rest, that's you. And I was like, wow, thought we were a team, thought we were a team, but nope. She's saying this is all me. I'm like, fine. When it comes out looking wicked. was like, wow, this is such a unique kitchen. You know when I've said unique, that means it's going to look shit, it? <laughs> no one wants their house to look unique. I want it to look like a magazine. I want it to look like something I've seen before and think that looks wicked. Unique. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see this kitchen, man. But, um, yeah, that's... I guess that's everything that's been going on in my life. Just move, just just moving stuff. I mean, I just feel so such a rush because I was completed on the eighteenth. I Guess we we're just over one week in. I have to keep on taking a step back. I like, was putting myself on insane pressure to just move in two weeks. I, I set at a ridiculous timeline. I said we have got to be moved in before Easter. She's like, "Why so soon?" I was like, "Just go, just got to move in." Um, and I thought, if you don't set like an ambitious moving date, then it just drifts and you just end up in t- between two places because you got no pressure. But even just moving just with without the pressure of having to get out of another place, it's just like, I don't know how people move in a chain, man. I'm just like, how do people do that? Like, I just wanted to get this place ready so we can start moving some boxes out of our flat. We're in a one-bedroom flat and it's now getting to the point where at first it was kind of funny how cluttered the flat was getting because of, you know, we keep ordering stuff and now it's got the point where it's actually just dangerous <laughs> it's actually dangerous like it's irresponsible to have all of these obstacles and stuff so it's like right just get this house ready and i've already carried some stuff over this morning had to be here two o'clock in the morning because ikea delivery but allows me to paint that's a bit of advice guys if you are going to paint painting natural light you can't paint at night time with your um with your room lights because you don't realize how yellow that light is until you're trying to paint something that's white you're trying to paint a new white i'm trying to paint a satin wood white on a gloss white at night time everything looks yellow and you think yeah i've painted that area And you come in the next morning and you realize rah, i did not <laughs> I did not paint that area, so uh, so I had to annoyingly had to touch up the two doors I did in the evening. The door I did in the daytime looked wicked. I was really proud of myself, but the two in the daytime, yeah. And you've got sand as well. Try to sneakily not sand one because when you, you know you read stuff online, uh, you know they give you like. There's too many adjectives in the description, like, oh, just lightly sand. I was like, what does that mean? I don't paint. You've got to use words that someone like me who doesn't paint knows. Then someone else wrote, take the sheen off. And I was like, ah, that's, that's more sanding than I was hoping to do, but all right. Um, <laughs> so I've had to do that. And then uh, no, it's looking decent. But enough about my painting. Trials and tribulations. What has been going on this week? What has been going on? I guess the first thing that has been going on is by Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson and his wife, is it denea I haven't even bothered learning her name. She's just his wife. That's dreadful. But um, let's see if you've been under a rock. Actually, you might not, actually, I say you've been under a rock. Some people still don't know Derek Jackson. I everyone knew who Derek Jackson was, but whereas my circles knew who he was because we decided to talk about people on the internet. On the internet. That's what I do. Um, and he was a self-reclaimed... No, I can't say self-reclaimed, he, but he was uh, seen as a relationship guru. Black man, good-looking... Big musty black man who essentially just shat on other black men. Um, he essentially just found out what his customers want to hear and gave them that. So he basically just told, um, <laughs> you know, his market, his target market was black women, and he basically just said it's all men's fault. Like literally, be stuff like, if a man cheats on you, he doesn't deserve you. But if a woman cheats on a man Then he needs to really think about What did he do to make her cheat Because women are emotional And they, they cheat based on emotion they don't. And I'm just like huh? And it used to be like a kind of caricature figure You know people would just Take the mickey out of uh, Out of this guy And you know Take the mickey out of women who listen to him um, But a lot of There were a few relationships Not that I know of But it's been said that relationships have ended because women have compared their man to this guy. And then we find out that my man has been cheated consistently with many a side chick. Um, then he, the side chicks came out. Spilt tea, as they say. And then um, he appears. <laughs> he makes a video of his wife holding a her hand with both of his hands um, And everyone's like She looks like she's a hostage Saying And like he's just listing All of his uh, His crimes His rap sheet Like Most guys I know When they've been caught cheating Their go to thing And yeah, for not to tell the truth Not whatever But their go to thing simply, It didn't mean anything You know It's just a kind of I'm a weak man Man is man And I lost control this guy was like listing everything. He's like, yeah, you know, DM'd a few girls. Uh, slept a few girls, did some other stuff with some other girls. Hooked up. Relationships. She's just like, I did it all. But she knows about that. And she's just there, just nodding next to him, just shaking her head. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, the bag. This shows you, man, if you've got the money. Well, for him, for a guy, you got to have the money. Like, if you earn less than your woman and you cheat on her... Then that's just that's just downright disrespectful. <laughs> you can't be broke living in her house and then cheating on her nah. She, she deserves to to stab you in your sleep. Now and and he cheats on her uh because she is the best person to cheat on. She is a Christian woman with low self esteem. Yeah you see some of her posts on her Instagram this is a woman who's gone through trauma she's gone through stuff and she is not healed and um, and some things you know because I'm not against religion a lot of people again mistake me for against religion and I think religion is great um, I've seen it turn people's lives around various religions as well Christianity Islam you know people just you know going off the ropes and then they find God And it centers them. And so for me, you know, whether I believe in whatever or not, it's kind of irrelevant. What's what's important is what that person has taken from that journey and good on them if they've turned their life around with that. However, there are some things that, and even I think religions themselves to say, we can't help you with that. You need to get some professional help. And some of the stuff she was detailing, on, uh, on her Instagram It's like You, you can't pray that away sis <laughs> it's a, You need some real help You need help And I feel like Someone like him Just takes advantage Of someone like her Just fully takes advantage In the sense of You know You cheat on someone like that What are they going to do? They're going to leave you? Nah What are they going to do? They're going to pray They're going to pray that you change You're going to just pray Your problems away And You can't Pray all your problems away Yeah if Your house is on fire You don't stay in there And pray That the fire stops You, you get out You put the fire out You don't just pray to God No priest No Iman <laughs> Would tell you That's the thing to do Alright I mean some of those American priests Might go Yo they Don't need a hundred dollars And you know They might say that to you But You could argue That they're not really Living Leaving the the message in the b- good book, um, but yeah, it just seems like he's picked her because she's she's a low self esteem sort who's who's just gonna take that shit and just forgive him. You know, long day of cheating, go home, pray together, and then move on. I feel, I feel like that's what's happened. I know it's just sad. It's it's just. Sad man But She seems to be in on it She values the bag more So Good luck to him. Good luck I'm talking about religion My wife uh, Is having a debate In the morning Because that's what we do sometimes <laughs> Wake up first thing And have a Have a healthy debate We was debating about These little Nas X Trainers She goes Have you heard about little Nas X He's released these Satan shoes um, and I was like, oh, okay. And she's, what, what's in it? And she's, and she's like, yeah, probably it's got human blood in it. And I was like, send, send me a link. She goes, no, you look it up. I was like, no, 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 no. You brought this nonsense to me. You tell me where I need to go because I'm, <laughs> I am not looking for this. Yeah. You show me because I don't believe that Nike have released a shoe with human blood in it. And, um, <laughs> and then she said it to me, she showed me it, and I was like, okay, let me, let me have a look at this. And I was like, well, I've read this article, and it says Nike haven't done that. It's a Little Nars X and Mischief. a Mischief are like a customization company, you know, they, they do, they customise the shoes. So they basically bought a Nike shoe, bought a set of Nike shoes, customised them, and now they're reselling them, All right? Which, um... I do not even think of as an idea. I mean, it's actually quite a sick idea, right? To just, you don't even have to design the shoe. You just get a shoe that already exists, do a little amendment to it, call it limited edition and sell that shit. Add some trinkets on and sell it. But anyway, so we get into a back and forth about whether this is right or wrong or offensive or not offensive. And I was like, well, I'm not bothered because obviously I'm not religious. And she was like, no, I think it's wrong. I think it's disrespectful to religions, to Christianity. Because it quotes like, it's got like a Bible verse. It hasn't got a quote, it's just got like a reference to it. Well, I think it's, I can't remember what what the reference is, but the line is something like, I witnessed Satan fall from, from heaven, from the light of heaven, something like that. And um, she was like, yeah, it's disrespectful. She goes like any Christian I know would be disres would uh, find that disrespectful and stuff. And I'm like, mm, I mean, it's not mocking the religion. It's just like you can't without Christianity. We're not talking about Satan. Like you can't write something in your book and then get upset that people like that part of your book. You know what I mean? If you don't want it, don't include it in your book. Um, so I'm like, what? You know what I mean? It's, it's not it's, it's yeah, and then we was going back and forth about that. And then you know, then I said, Well they created Jesus shoe which is filled with holy water <laughs> And I was like, now I'm not just trying to play devil's advocate. I, I, I find that one more offensive. If I was Christian, I'd find a Jesus shoe more offensive than a than um than a Satan shoe. But then my brain started ticking. I was like, well, would I actually be offended by a Jesus' shoe? Because you got Jesus, got Jesus shoes, Yeezys. Oh, Jesus. Actually, no, his album was called Jesus. His shoes are Yeezy. Alright, fair enough. That's a moot point. But what I was gonna say is this: so we're upset. Some people are upset. It says like an abomination. People are upset. There's a drop of human blood in this night shoe. But I went all philosophical and deep. I don't think anyone made it. They were even trying to make this point. But I was like. You could be upset about one drop of human blood in this special edition shoe, yet you're not upset at the child labour used to make the original shoe. You see what I mean? So the actual real blood, the blood of a child, that goes into making a Nike, that little nine-year-old working their hands to the bone, that's not mm, no, that's not too much of an issue. I don't really care about that. But someone putting voluntarily putting human blood in. That's like, nah, that's that's too far Because you've been told about it Because I'm pretty sure we would all feel uncomfortable Wearing a night trainer If you saw the nine-year-old making it (laughs) You know, I'd hope you were I hope I was, I hope I wouldn't just shrug that off But yeah, if I could physically see A child making my trainer before I put it on, that like, which one would you like? You like the, I like those in blue, please. And they just start shouting at the kid of Vietnamese. And he just runs off and just starts stitching his shoe together. i will be like, Jesus Christ, do what? No, I don't. I don't want the shoe anymore. They're like, No, no, you ordered it. He needs this money. i will be like, No, nah, it's it's all right. I'll just give him the money. I'll give him his two pound fifty for his day's work, and I'll just not get that shoe. Just please. Stop this child making the shoe. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see this anymore. Please uh, tell him to stop. But yeah, and it's, it's, so I thought it's interesting on morality. It's like you've you're offended by by human blood and the use of biblical references. That's offensive, but child exploitation, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Not, not, not an issue. Um, my wife wasn't having it. She was like, no, no, no. She goes, I think that's your point. She goes, I don't think they were trying to make that point. So let's stick to the point <laughs> that they're making. And I thought, fair enough. We'll all stick to that point. But I still think my point is a sick point, though. So let's recognise that, then move on. So yeah, I just found that. Really interesting. Like the bloody satan shoes yeah um i'd want another topic to, that i'd written down but you see my phone's in my pocket as i'm as i'm painting and to get a good even coat i can't uh, just take my phone out of pocket while i'm painting something so i'm gonna have to just ramble on until i either remember or um <laughs> or i'm gonna have to stop painting Right. right let's see let's see if i can Remember it I can not remember so right let's get let's get the phone out of the pocket Let's get the oh shit. Where's the paint lid so I'll put this paint down uh, Um What is this last point I want to make it was about uh, What was it? Was it a music topic? Politics? I'm guessing it's gonna be politics. I'm guessing it's gonna be politics, where is it? So I just looked at the sound recording. The amount of gaps and spaces in this cause I'm just doing something else. Oh the I knew it's politics. Because I didn't realise how hungry I was. Oh um Yes. Passports being taken away from deadbeat dads. That's that's why I've got it saved as my think deadbeat dads, passports. Yes, so the government have brought in a new thing where if you don't pay your um, child, the CSA, Child Support Agency, yeah, if you don't pay your child maintenance thing, you can have your passport taken away. Now, it's been an interesting debate. I've seen the valid arguments from both sides. So uh, I'm not sure I've even come to my judgment yet on this. Um, I think usually when there's good arguments on both sides It means that There is the right answer somewhere in the middle That's, that's what tends, tends to mean So you've got one side you, So to give a bit of background So the government now have powers to Well the CSA If someone is in arrears For their child maintenance payments The CSA can apply um, For an order That that person's passport gives cancelled or suspended or taken away, right? Um, because they haven't paid their the child maintenance. So a lot of the arguments for that has been, well, you know, just look after your bloody kid and (laughs) it's pay for your damn kid and this won't be an issue. Um, and I hear that, definitely hear that. It should never even get to that point. I think it's sad and it does get to that point where, you know, you're having to you're having to have the state intervene um, to get a man to... I say a man because, you know, we can argue that it could be this way or that way, but let's just be... Let's just deal with the reality of it. Um, that you have to do that to get a man to take responsibility of his of his child. It's, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs if it gets to that stage. Um, and... So I, I hear the argument for it I definitely hear the argument for it You know, it's, 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 this is this what it's going to take For you to be bloody looking off your child? But here's my, but then the counter argument um, Is that, well, passports have nothing to do with child support Like what, and a lot of these guys who aren't paying Don't have passports anyway And here's my thing you got to remember What is the aim? Your aim is to actually get money for the child, the upkeep of the child. The state doesn't want to look after the child. The child has two parents there. So the state is essentially saying, you know, pull your finger out, look after your bloody kid. We don't want to look after your kid, which is fair. And um, you've got to remember it's like, so if that's the aim is taking a man's passport away, solving that. It's not, but let's let's run it through. I'm not paying, ch- so me and Naomi have a child, we split up, I'm not paying child support. I'm being a deadbeat dad, I don't care. I'm not paying child support, not interested. So they chase me, no. Nope. Court order, no. Nope. Uh, they tried to deduct it from my salary, let's say I'm self-employed, so they can't do that. Um, I'll get cash in hand I'm a painter now You see how I'm painting <laughs> Right So they can't get me there So they're like Right That's it Cancelling your passport Now I guess in that respect If I'm self-employed My passport might be something That doesn't It doesn't stop me from working And that is a massive inconvenience if i do intend to leave the country to just you know go on holiday like it's my right to do if i am employed then if i'm employed and i'll uh, then you can take it directly from my salary right you take it directly from my salary so it won't actually reach that stage of the passport getting um, getting cancelled Cause, but then what the issue is? Because a lot of people are arguing that, oh, you know, you need your passport to get jobs. But I'm saying if you can't get to that stage, you already have a job. So mm, now I'm kind of swaying towards, yeah, it's a good measure. But then, I guess it's just the current government though. The way this government have been overreaching with their powers. I think like if it was any other government and at a different time, I would probably go. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the way this government is, because the way I can see it, is just the combination. Think about it. Let's lock in all the different combinations. Let's say, come on. I'll be real. I'm Jamaican. Let's say that the baby father, Delroy. Delroy is... uh <laughs> was born in Jamaica. He came over when he was four years old. Now, they take away his passport. Yeah? Take away his passport so he can't, because he's not paying his child support. Something tells me that they will take away his passport, not when he's here in the UK, but when he goes back to Jamaica to visit family. That's when they'll take his passport away, at that point. By the way, your passport takes away, you're not paying child support. Boom. And now, the state can go... See, we did that because he's a deadbeat dad. If he just paid his child support, this wouldn't have happened. However, I can imagine quite easily that that would that they would just do that and then they can deport him. They effectively strip him of his citizenship and he's gone. And I know that's going to be a situation, that's going to be a scenario that's going to happen. And then people are just going to fall on whatever side of that argument that they want to fall on in the sense of, ah, it's racist. And now people will be like, no, he's a dead big dad. And no one's gonna just try to find the nuance in between of what's happened. But with this current government though, I just yeah, I can't trust them with that power. But I say I can't trust yeah, I mean, I can't trust them. What can I do about it? I mean, I had a bitch fit about the the crime and sentencing bill. Pretty patel was running through parliament and what can I do? I signed the petition signed all of that but still looks like that's going to happen so it's good in it, living in a democracy <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing man, that's really those scenes you're seeing in Bristol those anti-police uh, process, not BLM as they're trying to spin it into but um, those anti-police process is if you were me if you remove people's means to peacefully protest, then they've only got one other way to protest. And that's just, uh, you know... Fuck shit up. So, I don't know. It's been interesting times. It's been interesting times this week. I mean, I'm surprised I managed to keep abreast of all this news. Because I really have been busy. Busier than I've been for a long time. But I've i found the move stressful but with the painting this element of painting has been really relaxing really really relaxing this uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend it to people just to paint got something in your house just, just get, on, get on youtube i learned how to paint the door frame in a 17 minute youtube tutorial like there's an order you've got to do it in as well and I was like, mm, doesn't really matter. And then when you try to do it out of order, you're like, I see why they said <laughs> do it in this order. It just makes way more sense. Because like you, so imagine you're in a room. you got to be on the side of the room where the door closes. Yeah. So you're inside the room. You paint the hinge side of the door frame first. Yeah, you paint those first, that side. Then you go to the, 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 the what the other side of the door is, just for the other side. Um, you so you're sitting inside the room, but then you paint that internal side um, of the door frame. Then you paint um, the kind of, hin- not the hinge bit, you know, the bit where the bracket, where the, where the latch goes into. You paint that bit next. Who's you on the paint next? And then you go on the outside of the of the door. And then you kind of um, oh sorry, you paint, paint the top of the frame as well. Sorry, paint the top. That's nothing as well. I would have just painted the top of the frame, right? Thinking you need to paint that, but of course you don't. No one can see it. So why waste the paint and the effort? No one can see it. It won't look good <laughs> anyway. So you just wasted paint. So you don't paint that bit. You only paint that bit um, on downstairs um, door frames that are near the stairs. So when people walking down the stairs, they can see the top of your frame. That's where you paint the door frame. And I was like, that makes so much sense. But I wouldn't have known that I didn't watch the tutorial, you see. you to got to keep yourself open to learn things, people. That's my advice. Darren's painting advice. So paint now. Proper painter, proper geese. My name's Darren from Essex. I'll do your painting for you. I've got to to learn to do some plumbing, electrician, lay some bricks. I've got the whole lot then. Do your ass. Then I'll just do my own loft extension then. Watch, put a suitcase on there, falls through and kills myself. Jeez. Imagine. (laughs) What a way to die. Anyway, um, I think that's... that's the end of the pod I think I think there's anything else um no I guess next week's pod I won't be so distracted um I will be able to focus 100% on the recording so there won't be so many gaps um and there'll be more high paced more high energy but I've got things to do people I can't you know it was it was nice of me to even show up for this pod that's all I'm saying be appreciative but you got 40 minutes of pod probably about 23 minutes of talking to be honest (laughs) but that is the end of the pod i'll catch you later peace